Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the World Series champion, Texas Rangers, from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter, Tyler Nielsen, and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, brought to you always by Waltons. Waltons, everything but the meat. Part of Fans First Sports Network, and also brought to you by Dallas Sports Nation. Uh, We are coming to you from the Preferred Health Solutions online studio. Uh, Tyler is not off, and I'm subbing in. So, uh, as as lead guy, I guess you could say, I don't even know, whatever. Um, 
But anyway, I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X thing. And I'm Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on the X at TPN1983. And we have two very special guests with us tonight, Andrew and Caleb Ramirez. How you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good, guys. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Thank y'all for joining. We really do appreciate it. It's Friday. It's a long week. And so this is a good this is a good cap off to the kind of week it was uh, as far as my work goes. <laughs> and I had strep earlier in the week. I didn't tell you that, Tyler. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, welcome to you two guys. Um, obviously, uh, both Herford boys. Um, we're all we got four Herford boys on here. That's 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 kind of wild. And uh, it's pretty neat. And uh Caleb, you have a, a little a little news you want to you want to share, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Um, Go ahead. I committed uh, September eight, uh, 9th of my freshman year. I uh, committed to my dream school, the University of Texas. Um, I chose Texas. Why? Because of course it's my my dream school. I love Texas. I love its uh, facilities. I love the coaches there. I love the culture. I love everything about Texas. I got to go one time to a camp and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And, um, you know, whenever I first um, had that phone call and then put it out there that I was committing, I, I had to talk with God and I had to really make sure if that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, we came down to both of it and that was that was my choice. That's a pretty good entity to check on there. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Amen yeah. to that. Andrew, how's it got How's it got to feel for you? You know, obviously you played you played some 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 damn good uh, ball for Herford uh, back in the day, back 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 way back when Moby Dick was a minnow. I feel oh, like yeah. I use that phrase. <laughs> I feel like I use that phrase all the time. Uh, we didn't get to play together. I played with your little brother uh, Anthony, but uh, we do have a story about uh, a couple stories, probably about when you were coaching that West Texas League with Johnny Duran. Oh yes, sir. John, Johnny Dan, sorry, Johnny Dan. Yes, sir. Um, that was a lot of fun. But uh, first, we do have some Rangers uh, stuff to talk about. Uh, Max Scherzer, unfortunately, man, we haven't been able to see him go full go very much as a Ranger. He uh, had back surgery to repair a herniated disc, and he's going to be likely be out till the June July time frame. Tyler, I mean, how crushing! I, I mean, I won't say crushing, but it's it's certainly disappointing. Well, it's a big blow. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, we've got three guys. We just signed, you know, Tyler Molly that came from the Twins. And then you've also got Josh, uh, Jacob DeGrom coming over. Or he, you know, he's just got done with the TJ surgery. So, obviously, it's a tough news. But um, the Rangers have done it all year. They've shown adversity throughout these times. It's always the next man up mentality. And that's the way you have to approach it. Yes, these guys will be back in midseason form. And hopefully – bounce back nicely you know fortunately for Scherzer he got this you know procedure done early enough where he can still pitch this year coming up here and yeah the first part of the season I still think the rotation looks good I mean you still got Evaldi sitting there you still got Gray coming in you still got Dunning coming out you still got Henny I mean you've got guys that are sitting there and there's still pitchers out there on the market but other than that I think the Rangers will be just fine but other than that it was bad news to hear but hopefully they get it fixed and addressed and he can resume his career. You know, I'm, he's in his, you know, the later parts of his career, but he's gonna hopefully he bounces age, back nicely. He's, he's my age. He's going to turn 40. And so, yeah, it's 40, age 40 season. And yeah, I like that you brought up the rotation because there is still depth in it. And also if they are still in the market, I mean, they've said they are in the market for another starting pitcher. Uh, however, if 
some, nothing falls through, I think Cody Bradford would be just fine sliding into that role to start the season. What do, we, what do you think about that one? I think that's a great point, CJ. I think Cody Bradford would be real nice. You know, put him in, in the fifth spot, maybe fourth. But uh, as we know what he did towards the end of last year, he – he, he finally, you know, turned that corner. Of course, he's young. He's a, He was a rookie last year. So, I mean, he's got good stuff, as we know. And I think if they can just maintain the distance, you know, for the first half and just keep these guys playing, I mean, maybe even 500 ball, maybe a little bit above. And then once you hit the all-star break and get these guys healthy, I think you'll look very nice, very sharp in the second half. Yeah, and that the rotation in the latter half of the season – or the latter quarter, if it if if worse comes to worse, is going to look a whole lot different than it did to start the season. It's going to look a way lot different. You're correct on that. All right. Well, let's let's focus on our guests here, and uh, obviously the Rangers winning the World Series. It, I wake up every morning saying the Texas Rangers are the World Series champions, and because it, it still feels like a dream. Uh, Caleb, uh, how, how how did you feel about the the Rangers winning the World Series, and did you watch it with your dad? Uh, yes, sir. I did watch it with my pops. Um, it was a pretty cool thing to to see. I mean, always being a Rangers fan, go, growing up, always seeing them play, you know, um, just to see them win the World Series and celebrate how they did and how they won it was it was just an awesome, it was awesome to watch. See, so you, you at a young tender age got to see something that the same thing that we've all seen is the Rangers win their first ever world <laughs> series title. I mean, we saw them go in 2010 and 20 and 11 and, and Anthony, uh, or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Andrew. My brother, <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew, um, you remember, uh, obviously the, the nineties, mid to late nineties Rangers that were in the playoffs and got knocked out by world champion, eventual world champion, New York Yankees each single time in the first round. So, yeah. uh, so a little bit of heartbreak and a lot of relief. Wouldn't you say Andrew? Oh, it's a, there's a lot of heartbreak. Um, uh, I've, like I said, I, most of the games I listened to on the radio. We only had three channels growing up, so uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of radio time and and heartbreak at the end. And I remember going through some uh, bullpens that weren't very good and some pins that were decent. But um, you know, obviously when Hamilton and them come around and uh, change things, baseball was excited for the Rangers again, and that was excruciating. It was that was tough and. I know everybody there was still in disbelief. And I think these guys take advantage of the World Series now. Kind of a big deal for us. And for them, it's just like it's news. You know, hey, Rangers won the World Series. And for us, it's, it's truly a big deal because it was emotional. So close. Yes. It's, yes. It was it was real emotional. Tyler cried. I tried to cry. I just don't cry. I don't. I just don't do it. Um, I just <laughs> I don't, it's not that I try not to, or I think I'm a big tough guy that never cries. I just don't. But I just sat there in awe. I thought I would cry. But when Spores broke off that curveball and struck out Marte, oh, yeah. I just actually just froze and just yes. watched the celebration. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just sat there and for the whole thing, just frozen. And Tyler, Tyler, talk about your experience with it. Like you said, I cried like a baby. You know, I mean, growing up, I mean, my parents weren't big baseball fans or anything like that. My brother was the least. I mean, farthest from a baseball fan, but, um, you know, I, for some reason, you know, since I was in diapers, I've always been a Ranger fans, a Ranger fan through the good and the bad and 40 years, you know, I watched them through the worst of the worst times, the worst team in baseball to almost win the world series against the Cardinals, almost getting there and to finally have it happen and seeing all these fans, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones to get to go to game two of the world series. I actually flew down there with my cousin. 
And I was there. Unfortunately, the only game they lost. CJ quit laughing. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna huh? say anything. You haven't. We, we've are, we've already gone over that. that. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Not, but, so, so I'm the culprit. If anybody yeah. wants to blame blame the loss, blame it on me because I was there for the game. So you can blame it on me. Yeah. yeah. That's that's definitely crazy. Uh, I I didn't cry. Um. So Tyler, you're the only one that, that shed tears on that. But no, definitely it it took a little bit. It took a little bit. I watched it with my parents. Just like I did back in the day, uh, uh, TV was down. I had to go over there. Anyway, uh, we watched the game, and it was just kind of, and then I had, it, it had to, you know, just kind of ponder on it for a little while. And then, like, man, somebody pinched me. Is this is this really happening? But it, it was an awesome moment. I'm, I'm glad we got to see it. Right. I want to revert this back a little bit to Caleb. Hey, Caleb. Uh, once you made that decision, let's talk about a little bit of that decision process making once you made that decision, of course, you're a lifelong, you know, UT fan, which you said, but what really, what really changed your mind? Of course, the coaches and all that, but what, I mean, are, do they have you like one to play a specific uh, position or what do they want you to do once you get on campus? We talked, I mean, I, I, I play shortstop, I play middle and infield, I play third base and they've seen me play both positions, short and third. And, you know, I want to go go over there and compete wherever I can. I mean, if it's that short, I'm going to compete there. And, I mean, if I get beat out there, you know, I'm going to go compete at third. I mean, there's really no, like, I'm not guaranteed a spot there. I'm just there to go compete and earn a spot. Well yeah. said. Well said, Caleb. There's something about the Ramirez is playing shortstop at Hereford. <laughs> something about yeah. it. I don't know what it is. If you're a Ramirez, if you're in that family, you are born to play short. <laughs> yeah, you're a baseball player for sure. That is for sure. I, 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 we'd like to take the credit, but I know his mama. I see a lot of his mom in him. So uh, oh, I do too. I do too. <laughs> I do yeah, too. I, I mean, look at it. I, I see a lot of his. Yeah. Mama, so. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, tell your tell Mama Doreen about. Uh, we said hello. By the way, we will. We will. Doreen my hair a few times. What back when I had hair? But yeah, she she yeah. Got my hair a few times. So. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so it, it was such a, uh, I don't know, to me, it was like a weight off the shoulders and just like one of those, I got to see it moments, mm -hmm. you know, I, it, and me and Tyler were talking about this too. We'd like to see another Cowboys championship. We were spoiled like Caleb is right now with the Cowboys when we were kids, winning three Super Bowls before we'd even hit age 13, you know? Right. So that's, that's something that, it, now it just feels like I don't know. I don't remember what that feeling is like because I was so little when it happened, and it's we, that's another whole disappointment thing. But this is a baseball podcast. Uh, Let's just enjoy this one for now, CJ. Yeah. Let's just enjoy we're this gonna, for a we're year. Gonna, we're going to enjoy this. Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean Tyler and I, we still, I mean, we watch football every Sunday with each other, and still just can't. Just we say it just still feels like a dream. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Caleb. How you how you how are you feeling going into baseball season this year? I'm feeling going to I mean, we lost we lost a few seniors last year. Um we lost two key pitchers. They're uh two of our aces. I mean, that that kind of hurts us, but you know, we still get pretty much everyone back. We have all nine starting players coming back. It's pretty good. Um the only thing that will hurt us is um well, I say pitching. I mean, to win you got to have depth in pitching, you know. Everyone knows that. Um Yeah. Absolutely. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we've already started. We've been getting some work in. Um, 
And honestly, how we're looking, we're looking pretty good. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this, uh, for this year. We'll definitely have to come down and watch you watch a few games, watch you play, man. It'd be really nice to watch you play. Hey, Caleb, I want to I want to ask you something. Uh, talk to your dad briefly on this. Um, let's talk about uh, some adversity you've been through, you know, as a kid getting to the point where you are at right now with the success you've had. Let's let's talk about some of the things that you've had to go with, uh, go through to get to the level you're at and kind of go kind of bring us through that. Yes, sir. Um, well, to get where I am, I'm at today. I mean, it all starts with the man upstairs. Uh, I give all glory to him. Um, but I mean, with my parents, uh, these two, I mean, it started at the at a young age. I joined this uh, organization uh, out of Houston. And at, since eight years old, I always had to, we'd always have to drive up there, go play a five-day tournament. Um, and then, I mean, I'd have school the next the next morning and it'd be, one o'clock and my parents would drive back and I'd be on, I'll be late to school or I'd be on time. I mean, that, they, that came at the price, but I mean, to get where I'm at today, that, that was part of it. Um, and, um, that, that was going on for a long time. I mean, till now I'm still doing it, but, um, I don't, I don't know if he, uh, just until now he, he realized that that wasn't normal, what we were doing. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people that know, uh, and there's not a lot of, people that would probably do it that way but you know just you know we were up here in the panhandle we can kind of be you know obsolete to everybody else and we're kind of desolate up here in the corner but uh you know we had to we had to go somewhere else so that's what he's talking about is you know we'd get done with the tournament and and i'd throw a couple of five-hour energies and a, probably an energy drink and and i'd drive all night and he'd do homework in the car or you know while he's at the hotel or whatnot uh, get home, shower, and put him to bed, and he'd get up and go to school. Never complain. He's always made good grades, um, superb grades, and and hopefully continues on that trend. But uh, there's there's been a lot of a lot of sacrifices made, and and if your household ate well, intact, uh, that stuff doesn't happen. So uh, and Andrew, I th- and Andrew, I think that's well said. I think that's a testament, Caleb. You know, to your parents. You know, uh, you were raised in a right household. You know, a great family. And, you know, it takes it takes some sacrifices like that to get to the level you want to be. You know, you want to see your kids succeed, but your parents also want to see you succeed. Sure. And, as, you know, saying that, obviously, your parents have done a lot for you. And you could tell you're very humble, Caleb, and you're very grateful for what they've done. And it shows. Yes, sir. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know where I'd be without them. Right. Yeah. I got to go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You know, we did a, you know, uh I try to tell everybody that like everybody's trying to go from point A to point B and everybody kind of gets off the beaten path. And, you know, there's a lot of money grabs out there. You know, there's a lot of things that they get their, you know, children into, but if you got some sort of guidance, somebody kind of directing you, um, uh, the organization that he was talking about was Bandito's organization. We saw that on a flyer on a PG magazine. Um, it was a baseball youth magazine, excuse me, at a, at a firehouse. And, uh, you know, you know, I like baseball. He did too. We love baseball. And then I asked him, man, would you want to play in an organization like that? And he said, yes, I'd love it. And, uh, lo and behold, we went with an Emerald team to Dallas. And from there it, it's history. Ray DeLeon is the uh, manager there. And basically what he does is he tries to put you in the best uh, situation at, and to let you perform at a high level. And, and, and also if you fail, you know, 
uh, and that's that that comes at, at your hand. But he he gives you an opportunity to perform in front of the right people, and um, you know they, it it's good to have somebody like that in your corner. Yes, sir. Yeah, Caleb, I was trying to get you to de- decommit from Texas and go to Texas Tech. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> nah, never that. Never that. He said that ain't hap- that ain't happening. <laughs> or in CJ's case, he'd want you to go to Notre Dame. Yeah, I'd want you to go to Notre Dame. <laughs> go to go with the Fighting Irish. But uh, all right, with that, we're gonna take a quick break and get paid. I guess kind of a little bit, a penny or so, uh, and we will be right back with Andrew and Caleb Ramirez. Welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast here with Andrew and Caleb Ramirez. Uh, Caleb, you, you've done a lot of work. Uh, your dad said that there's been a there's a story for each age level that you've been at. Um, and you recently you had the chance to uh, to, to work with uh, some pretty high, highly touted and highly talented players, including a former very, very good MLB shortstop. Talk about that. Um. I got to work with uh, Troy Tulowitzki. Um, how this happened? I got to. I was it was part of a USA uh, alum team. I got to when I was twelve. I I made the USA trials, the top thirty six in the country. Uh, I came up short and I didn't make the the sixteen man roster. But um, I continued to work and I ended up making the fourteen U ADP uh, the athletic development program. And that was an awesome experience for me. I got to go over there and. I got to compete in some in in, uh, in front of some guys, some dudes, and I got to play with some guys, and um, it was cool. I mean, playing with the best of the best makes you better, you know, and to be with the best and being coached by the best also makes you better. So, you know, Troy Troy put a lot of we we worked a lot together. He he taught me a lot, and I got to learn a lot from him, and um, it was it was pretty awesome because right after that, I got back home, and then I got to go back to Houston for. Uh, Bandito Scout Day, and I got to work with CJ Hananosa. He was a shortstop alum for the Texas Longhorns, and I mean that that was also awesome. He taught me some fielding methods and some stuff he does. And it was pretty cool. I got to talk to him man to man, and that was a pretty awesome experience. And going back to that, uh, Caleb, I'm going to ask you basically the same thing we asked for MLB pitchers that we have on the show. Kind of run us through. I know you're in high school, but your season just ended with football. Unfortunately, it ended a little bit short. Uh, you know, you had an injury towards the late toward, in the playoffs. I believe you had a chest injury. Yes, sir. Uh, football injury. That um, I took a shot. I mean, I th- kind of threw it away, and I wasn't expecting. It was a little late hit to the chest, and I suffered a little. Uh, it was. It was a. Um, I, think, I think he. I think he lost his. I think he lost his breath, and he could never. Uh, he could never catch it. Right, uh, right. And so I think he started to panic a little bit. And, and the game is still going, you know. This happened – it happened pretty early in the second quarter. So uh, yeah, we were watching it, and I could tell so he wasn't right, obviously. Anybody who's watching the game and, and knows him, he, he wasn't right. But And I've, I've been I've, – I was taking hits all year. I mean, nothing was really phasing me, any type of hit. It was just that one in particular. I mean, it, it caught me off guard and – and that it really it, it it hurt me. It took me out the game. I bet it did. Going back to my question, um, obviously Andrew, you know my co- or I think maybe Caleb, you know him too. Parker Birdwell is my cousin. Um, we had him on the show not too long ago, 
And his biggest thing, you know, for younger people, you know, these athletes that are coming up is you've got to have a routine. Now saying that, Caleb, let's talk about your routine. What do you do every single morning? I mean, other than go to school, like what do you what do you do on the offseason to stay ready, stay in prime position to be the best player you possibly can be and get to the level you want to be at? Yes, sir. Uh, every morning, I mean, always start making your bed. You know, you make your bed, you start off a good day. There you um, go. Offseason, um, I'd, I'd consider football as my offseason. Um, I mean, I'm getting faster, I'm getting stronger. Um, and I'm, I'm competing, you know, I'm not just one sport athlete, just go work baseball in the off season. Uh, I'm, I'm playing football. I'm competing. It's always good to compete. Um, and then I'll, I'll also work on some baseball. I mean, I take a lot during the off season. I don't, I don't really throw as much. It's all with just football, no baseball. And then once football is done with, um, I begin to start going to a arm care program. I take care of my arm three days out of the week. And I go over there and I, I, you know, I really focus on my craft and make sure I'm, I'm doing what's best for me and to get my body right. And I mean, that's what I'm still continue doing. And that's what I've been doing for the longest time. It's interesting that you bring up being a two sport athlete, because I also played football and, and baseball for Hereford. I played quarterback and pitcher and those two mentally, especially those two things went hand in hand together. Yes, they sir. really did. I mean, being on the mound, being the one everybody's looking at, you know, you start to play, the play doesn't happen until you throw the ball and then you're at quarterback, obviously quarterbacks, a, you know, a highly visible position and you got to be mentally tough to be able to handle it, especially in a town like Hereford, Texas, that, Oh yeah, you know, big time, <laughs> big time <laughs> history there. So, and, yes, and, and having that, experience from baseball to translate over to football. And I was, I'm the same as you. I was more in tune to baseball. You know, mm -hmm. football was kind of, a, you know, it was kind of my offseason, but I love playing it, obviously. Yes, I, I know you do too, but, um, but that was, I mean, they just, they just kind of coincided together and then just yes, having that competitive, you just mentioned it competing. And that's, that's incredibly important. Your dad played cornerback uh, for her, for Herford. It was it was really damn good. good at it, and it kind of <laughs> it played, he in was. A, played in a big game. I, I can't remember what it was. What was that when uh, Andrew uh, yeah, state championship game? <laughs> some some state championship that you played in. <laughs> the, the one and only time we have, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that I was you, that was fun. I, I tell you what, you know, um, you talking about the state football game, but you know, it, you're gonna cross paths with a lot of people, especially coaches. And uh, I, I was fortunate that we had um, Craig Yenzer, and yeah. I know you guys too. But that 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 man right there and his staff, every other coach he had underneath him, uh, side by side, those guys did a good job with us. And and being able to experience that, I'm able to pass that. You know, like you said, that seed. You can pass that seed off to your children, and uh, they don't know any different than they ex the expectations begin to rise in your household. And uh, I think that's very important to uh development of, of of a kid and it just helped that i had uh that kayla was able to hell i still got pictures and stuff up so we can talk about it here now and then try not to go back to him because he don't believe anything you guys would say about <laughs> <laughs> about football so he looks caleb like, your dad caleb your dad was a hell of an athlete i can tell you that much right now these kids are a lot bigger than us, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's in the McDonald Burgers or what it is, but <laughs> they just seem bigger than us. Yeah, they, it's true, and I mean that's why you're also seeing a lot more pitchers. And I, this is my 
I don't know this for a fact, but I truly, truly believe it, that my theory that you see a lot of pitchers, every pitcher that makes the majors at some point, one way or another, will have Tommy John surgery. And it's because they're getting bigger and stronger and the ligaments and the tendons and the, and the stuff like that, you can't strengthen like the like the UCL and the elbow. Right. That's that. I mean, you're putting so much force behind everything now, you know, the ACLs, you know, the ACL injuries, that stuff, guys are getting bigger and stronger. And the, and it's, it's hard for your body, you know, the, t- the little minute parts of your body mm-hmm. to, to handle really the, the, the force, the impact and the weight that you're putting up. To be honest, and Andrew, that's a good point. And uh, I kind of want to go back to what you were saying about Coach Inzer. Coach Inzer was a guy, he wanted you competing in every sport, no matter what. Um, he wanted me running track during baseball. And I'm right. like, man, baseball is my season. I, I'm, I don't want to take it. I mean, he had me in his office three different times. Yeah, hey, I want you to run track. I want you, <laughs> you have no idea what, what doing track will do for you. You know, I mean, just, he wanted everybody playing everything that they possibly could and getting that 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 competition. CJ, so. that's a funny point about Coach Yenzer. So I was playing basketball. It was during the offseason, or it was during the basketball season, and all of a sudden Coach Yenzer comes in there and he's like, Hey, I need to talk to Tyler Nilsson. And I was like, Okay, I go over there and he was like, Hey, you see those people over there running around that field? And I was like, Yeah, they're just called track. He was <laughs> like, I think it would do you some good. You, let's get your speed up. You know, you, you might be a pivotal part of this team next year. I think track would be good for you. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can to make myself a better football player. So I walk over there and it's Coach Garza standing there. <laughs> walk up to Charlie Garza and I look at him and I say, hey, I want to join track. He looks at me and he goes, well, we got to meet on Saturday. <laughs> and I was like, okay. He's like, are you conditioned? And I was like, yeah, I'm in basketball shape. Thinking basketball shape is the same as track shape. He was like, okay, let me see what we got open. He was like, you'll be on varsity. He's like, I'm sure we got some spots open. He was like, you'll be a fill-in or something, but you're going to be on varsity. So I get there, and he's like, okay, we got you an event. He's like, you're on varsity. You're running the 3,200. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, I'm like, okay. So, and I'm like, how many times? I said, it's 400 around the track, right? 400 meters. And he was like, that's correct. He's like, do the, go home and do the math. And I was like, okay. So I get home, do the math, and I'm like, Oh shit, what I get myself into. <laughs> and then I'm telling my mom and dad, I'm like, yeah, I was like, it's crazy. I just walked over there and I'm already on varsity and track. I'm on the 3200. My dad said, you're an idiot. What, what, are you, what are you thinking? He's like, you have no training for this. So I get there and it's cold outside. We were running in Dumas and I've got the leggings on. You know, I'm, I had this dream like the night before that I was going to be the best track star in the world, that I was going to win this thing. And get there, and everybody's just standing up on the 3200, and they freaking blow the freaking gun. And I take off in a full sprint, CJ, all the way around the freaking track, the first 400. And I see Coach Garza run all the way across the midfield. He's like, slow down. (laughs) I was in first place. The first lap, I was in first place. And I was like, man, this is easy. I got to lap three, and I started cramping so bad I couldn't even breathe. And I was, I couldn't even think. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to go this much farther and do this. And I did finish a race and dead last, uh, I came around the corner and every school that was sitting there was standing in the freaking bleachers, standing up, giving clapping for me to finish. That's how embarrassing it was. I think they were clapping for everyone at the starting line while you were fin- trying to finish the race. That's exactly right, Andrew. They That's exactly the right. Starting the other race. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. 
I got, I got a good one. Uh, Andrew, I, I said I, we didn't play together in baseball. We did one year in, in West Texas League. Uh, it was my freshman year. Uh, and you, J.P. Holman, was on the team. Okay. Um, so I remember we were pitching against Claren, and J.P. was catching. And I look back at the defense, and I'm like, we got Edward at third. I got Andrew at short. I got Anthony at second. And Kyle at first. I'm like, nothing's getting through this infield. I mean, it was so comfortable, man. That's the most comfortable I've ever been in my life on the mound. And I, I think, I think we lost that game. It was like two to nothing or something like that. I had, I struck, I was striking guys out left and right, but we, for whatever reason, we couldn't hit the damn ball in that one. It was the second game of doubleheader. Well, you and, know what? Uh, we, we, yeah, we don't hit the ball very well. We never had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, I, see, and I don't remember. Did you get as mad as Anthony did if he did not get on base every single time? <laughs> Anthony was mad because he just couldn't ever get on base. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I worked. I worked with that guy swinging all the time growing up, and he just he could never get on base. <laughs> Man, he well, he was too. He was too. He was too busy stealing my cookies. <laughs> the cookie monster. Oh, and and speaking of Anthony, I I do have to tell this one. And Andrew, I want to let you take it, and then we'll we'll wrap it up here and let let Caleb. Uh, uh, say what, whatever you want to say, Caleb. Uh, Anthony's going to hate me for this. You know, you were coaching with Johnny Dan during yes. West Texas League, and just uh, there was a certain fight that uh, took place in Amarillo uh, between your brother and the shortstop from Monterey, which lasted about two seconds. Um, I remember I was in the on deck circle, and whenever that happened, they're sitting there. I mean, Anthony's, you know, he's taking care of business out there on that kid. And I run out there. I mean, everything clears. I run out there with my bat and helmet. And I'm like, I throw the bat. I'm like, I can't go out there with the bat. <laughs> <laughs> and well, yeah, the umpires went game and they bolted. They left us to, to fend for ourselves. And that oh, yeah. never, ever. I mean, and, and Anthony's not the one that started that. I mean, the shortstop came up and clocked him in the back when he's leading off second. And Anthony, Anthony went and got him. And yeah, that's that's that. Uh, I think they still do that. I, I want to say, but you know how the shortstops used to go? Uh, you, you'd get your lead, and the shortstop would, you know, try to hold the bag, try to, you know, you know, think we're trying to get a back second. Yeah. But sometimes they would run and get in the base path and get around the base runner. Well, uh, as long as you know, obviously, as long as the base runner made an attempt to get to third and made a collision, uh, he gets the bag, you know, uh, the, the umpire will reward him the bag. Anyway, I told this to Anthony because he kept doing it to you guys. It was getting annoying, but it, there is a way to to fix that. And uh, Anthony took off and that guy, that guy laid him out. Laid completely. him out. But, you know, Anthony, he loses his cap and his or his helmet and everything helmet gets up off. and then he yeah. goes at that guy and <laughs> yeah <laughs> good old Anthony I miss that dude it was a oh whooping it was a whooping I can tell you that and I'll I'll never forget it is we're out there and we're kind of their coach their coach comes over and covers up the, the their kid protecting him the one that Anthony just got done with and we're all pushing and shoving and whatnot and then you, you and Johnny Dan and their coaches are going at it. And I remember you pointing your finger at one of them going, your kid started it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were still young. I was young. I, I mean, yeah. Anthony just put us in a bad situation. But 
I remember going home. I remember <laughs> yeah, driving, was like, we just got kicked, we just got kicked out of the tournament, and, and, and none of our parents were here to see it because it was summer league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a crazy, crazy time, and I loved it, man. Going to going to tournaments with y'all. I mean. Uh, eating after the game and and riding together, you know. Anthony rode with me to the tournament we had in Canyon. Um, yes, sir. I drove us there, and and we, I mean, we went all over the place, and it was just a lot of fun. That was a fun, yeah. fun, fun summer. Oh yeah, it definitely was. I, I miss those days. A lot has changed. Summer ball isn't the same. No, but uh, and Caleb knows all about that summer ball. It's more of a you kind of kind of got a business like attitude, and it ain't none of that, you know. I'm going to go shag some balls, get a few ground balls and, you know, go in there and hit a little bit. And then I thought we were pretty decent, but um, we, this dude tries to get a thousand cuts before he plays every game, a thousand cuts yeah. before we that's play. That's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. Um, yes, that's, 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 that's how you get to the, from where we were to where you are. And, you know, your, your brother played some college ball and excuse me, uh, Another another thing that, that I got a story on on you too, Caleb. Y'all are little kids, and I, I and Andrew's telling me, you know, come come watch practice, and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I can get some pictures for the paper and whatnot. And I'm watching practice, and Andrew and the coaches are getting after y'all. I'm like. <laughs> Damn, they're not in high school. I'm like Andrew, I'm like Drew, they're not in high school. He was like, "No, screw that. No, 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 no. no. I don't care. I don't care." Now I do. Now y'all are hard on them. Y'all were hard on them, but yeah, that, that was that was an everyday thing. <laughs> everyday thing. But look where it's got. Look where it's yeah, got you, Caleb. Yeah, look where it's got me. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, let's. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about, Caleb? Um, I just want to say, uh, number one thing is, um, you wouldn't be where you are today if is it if it isn't for the man upstairs and uh, for the people listening. I think they should, uh, you know, put put all their trust and their faith in God and to believe in Him and believe in His plan for you because not everyone's plan is how they want it to be. I mean, God has a plan for everyone for everyone. And it may change. I mean, it's it's all in his hands. And I ask, I mean, I just say that I'm I'm very blessed and I'm grateful for where I am. And um I appreciate uh appreciate you guys for having us. Well, of course. Thank y'all for being on. Like I said, me and CJ will definitely be coming down to watch you play this year and and it would be nice to introduce ourselves in person. And obviously we already know Andrew. But uh hey, no Drew. I've met Caleb, but he was. But I haven't seen you, Andrew. I haven't seen you, Drew, in a long time, brother. I'll see it. Save you a seat on the back of my pickup. That's where we still we still look <laughs> over, the, uh, uh, over the visitors' uh, dugout nice. bullpen. Nice. Well, that's what I was talking to my brother about. I said it sucks. I was like, you get to see Andrew more than I do. I was like, I don't even remember the last time I saw Andrew. It might have been high school when we were playing. <laughs> we it's been a while. Ran into Anthony after the Top Gun movie came out. Yeah, we ran into yeah. Anthony and, and and Celeste and he he yeah. told me that. Yeah, he yeah. told me. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I come out um, of the bathroom and there's Celeste and I'm like Celeste. Yeah, I looked over and I was like, there's Anthony Ramirez. And then Anthony comes out of the bathroom. He went. He was right behind me in the bathroom, and he comes out. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> he just went like this. He did, you know how he does. He put his hat oh, down yeah. like this, you know. And he gave him, gave him a big old hug. And yeah, I can't wait to hear from him. And I, I can already hear it now. Why did you talk about the fight on the podcast? <laughs> I, can already, I can already hear it. No, All definitely. Right. You guys come to Hartford and uh, we'll save you a seat. 
All right. Thanks, Appreciate Brad. it, guys. Hey, thanks yep. for having us. It's definitely good to catch back up with you, Andrew. Thank you, Caleb, for getting on. Best of luck to you. We'll be watching it, rooting on you, all the all of the above. Absolutely. All right. Thank and you. thank you guys. See you guys. Thank you. We're dropping the deuces. Have a good night. Deuces, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at the Rangerreport.com. <laughs>